Welcome to the Knowing God Podcast. The hope of this podcast is that it would help you to know the Word of God so that you may ultimately know God. I'm your host, Andrew Rutten. All right, we are jumping back into our study of Colossians, and we'll be picking up at chapter 3, verse 16. If you missed last episode, it might be helpful to get to that one first before this one. I tried to do a broad overview of Colossians all the way up to verse 15 of chapter 3. And what we saw is that so far in chapter 3, Paul has said that since we are united to Christ, then we should look like Christ, which means there are certain characteristics that we need to put to death in our life like sexual immorality, anger, lying, and other vices that we are prone to in our flesh. And then on the flip side, there are characteristics of Christ that we must put on, such as humility, forgiveness, and love. And then at the end of this section, specifically in verses 15 and 16, he mentions two things that must be present in the church. In verse 15, He said that the peace of Christ must rule in our hearts. And now in verse 16, he talks about how the word of Christ must dwell in us. So we've already looked at the idea of the peace of Christ. And today we're going to start considering what it means to have the word of Christ present in us. So let me read verse 16 and then we'll discuss what Paul means by the word of Christ. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. We're going to tackle this verse in a couple different episodes. Today, I want to focus on that first phrase, which is, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. And what I want to do is mainly understand what does Paul mean by the word of Christ and why is it important to dwell in us richly? So first, what do you think Paul means by the word of Christ? It's an interesting phrase from Paul. Some believe that this is talking about the stories in the gospels, meaning the stories that tell us about the life of Christ. Others argue that this is another way of saying the Word of God, that it merely means the Scriptures, the Bible. And others argue that this is talking about the Gospel, that the Word of Christ is the good news about Jesus Christ. What do you think? Paul says, let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly. What do you think he's talking about there? I'll tell you, I'm not totally sure what I think Paul means, but I'm also not totally sure that they are all really that different. Now, I don't know what Paul was precisely thinking when he wrote that, but I'm not sure that it totally matters. I do think that the Gospels are the true words about the life and mission of Christ, and that could be what Paul's talking about here. I think that the Scriptures are the true Word of God, that it is the story talking about our relationship with God through Christ. And that could be very broadly what he's talking about. And I also think that those scriptures primarily communicate the gospel truth about Christ. So here's how I take this verse. 
I think that Paul is referring here to the scriptures that capture and communicate the gospel truth about Christ. Okay, let me say that one more time. I think the word of Christ is referring here to the scriptures, the word of God that captures and communicates the gospel truth about Christ. This word is the truth of God given to us in the scriptures. Scriptures that are pointing us to Jesus as the Christ and our only hope for life and salvation. And if that is what Paul means by the word of Christ, then his emphasis is that the word of Christ might dwell in us richly. Why is that important? That this word of Christ, the scriptures, the story of the good news of what Jesus has done for us, why does that need to dwell in us richly? Well, I want you to start by considering for a moment, what is it that dwells within you? Maybe you've heard that idea that when we are tested or we go through a trial or suffering, we should ask ourselves what comes out in those moments. When the world shakes you up a little bit, when life gets hard, when things aren't going as you planned, what is inside that comes out in those moments? What is truly dwelling in you? And I think those are helpful questions to consider because when life is going great, when you're in control, it's hard to tell what is truly dwelling in you. Like when life is good, you can generally control how you behave and act. But knowing what is inside of us often comes in the challenging moments of life. Then what is really deep in us begins to boil over and come out. So the question Paul raises for us is this, what is dwelling in you? And I want you to notice that word richly. You could also translate that word as abundance or overflowing. So he's saying, What is it that's dwelling in you that is abundantly there, that's overflowing out of your soul and heart? Paul's encouragement to Christians is that we should have the word of Christ, the scriptures about the gospel richly dwelling in us. That should be what is most foundational, most important, and most central to us, that is overflowing inside of us. Let the word of Christ, Paul says, be dwelling in your heart so overabundantly that it is what not only is the foundation of your life, but what overflows even when life shakes you up a bit. And that is important because what is deep inside of your heart is who you truly are. And what is in you shapes you, it moves and directs your heart. So if we want to follow, Jesus. We want to abide in him. We want to be disciples of him. We want to know him. We have to have the word of Christ deeply dwelling inside of us. So let me end by asking simply how we're doing in this. Think about this reality in your life. Is the word of Christ deep inside of you dwelling in overabundance? Or to put it more simply, Do you have the scriptures in your heart? Is the word of Christ, the gospel dwelling in your heart? Or do the latest news topics dwell in your heart? 
Does the latest TikTok trend dwell in your heart? Does the words that were said to you three days ago by your friend dwell in your heart? Do the images and videos you watched on that website dwell in your heart? What is deeply ingrained in your heart that's dwelling there? Because what dwells in you shapes you. Is it the word of Christ that is dwelling in your heart? Do not lie to yourself. You cannot consistently put in the things of the world to your heart and then assume somehow you will still be formed into the likeness of Jesus and have this rich relationship with him. Oftentimes we wonder why we're not closer to Jesus, but we don't take advice like this from Paul saying that to be close to him, we need to have his word dwelling in us. It's foolish to think that we can spend no time in the word of Christ and somehow be formed by Christ. But the good news here is that the flip side of all of that is true as well. You cannot be enthralled with the things of the world if it is the word of Christ that dwells in you. So the encouragement from Paul is that if we want to grow and change as disciples of Jesus, it has to be the word of Christ overflowing, dwelling in abundance in our hearts. We have to get the scriptures consistently in our hearts if we want to grow and change and follow Jesus. And if we do that, if we sit in the scriptures, read the scriptures, listen to the scriptures, meditate on the scriptures, memorize the scriptures, if we get the word of Christ to dwell in our hearts, then we may abide in him. Then we may commune with him. Then we may truly know him and be like him. Friends, may God bless you and keep you. May he give you favor, grace, and peace.